You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today I have a really fun and different interview for you guys. So you know the goal here with this podcast and with this YouTube channel is really to highlight other people's experiences so that we can all learn from them. And I think it's important for us to kind of take a collaborative look at the lives of others around us. If we can have conversations with people in similar fields as us, I think it's a great thing. So today I actually am going to be interviewing a dancer. Hi, so Athena, if you want to just kind of just a little bit introduce yourself. Yeah, hi, thank you for having me. Um, I'm currently a belly dancer, but I also do hula and a few different other Western styles of dance. I teach ballet, hip hop, jazz, all kinds of other classes, but those are the specific um, types of dance that I focus on because those are the ones that I love the most. That is awesome. You know, I really wanted to do this interview with you because I love dancing too. I'm always in awe of people who have actually been able to make dance their career. And I'm also always interested in people who do more than one type of dance because I think that's like super cool. You know, you, you kind of show your range, you know, different ways you can move your body. So like what made you decide, hey, I want to be a dancer? Yeah, it was actually a really strange transition. Um, so in high school, I was wrestling. I was on the wrestling team. I was the only girl on the wrestling team and I loved it. And I had no real interest in dance or anything of that manner. I was like, I don't need it. I love being feminine in my own right. Uh, But I wanted a part-time job. So my little sister is a dancer and I used to drive her back and forth to her dance classes and they were hiring just like a secretary. They needed someone to answer the phones and know how to charge people tuition or sign them up. So I was like, oh, happily, I'll do it. The owner of that company had had a belly dance company and an entertainment company for over 20 years. She was like, this was her passion. She loved this. She grew up in the San Fernando Valley in California, just like I did. But she traveled all through the Middle East and learned her passion, which I admired. Uh, But I didn't really dance. I had worked there for about a year and I was like, I, I, it's gorgeous. I love belly dancing, Mm -hmm. but it's not for me. Like that is, that's a lot. That's really embracing your womanhood. I don't know if I'm ready for that. So I worked for her for about two years. And one day, one of her dancers couldn't go to the party. They had this huge wedding. There was going to be over 300 people. They had been planning this for over a year. It was one of her most important clients and she basically handed me a belly dance costume and said, you have to go out there and just fake it till you make it. <laughs> and I had never taken a belly dance class, but oh, she was man. like, you're always in the, you're always in the office. You see what we do. You'll be fine. It was, it was a great uh, wedding. It was a, Love I it. It was a Zepha. I was still so new. I was like, I almost blacked out. I don't oh, remember much. I was so nervous. There was so so many people and I had no idea what I was doing. And my boss was like, just follow all of the Persian women. They're Mm -hmm. wonderful dancers. They're gorgeous. You're just going to be in a costume, but you're going to do the same thing as them. I was like, okay, no problem. I can do this. Somehow I survived the party. And I was like, that was the most fun I've ever had. I want to do this. 
Nice. So for the next six months, I danced two to three hours every single day for six months because I was like, this is something I'm committing to. This is something I want. If I wasn't dancing, I was stretching. If I wasn't stretching, I was watching like different dancers that are super famous right now in the Middle East and trying to see like their technique, their style, how they put a twist on the Oriental style. So I was just, I fell in love. And after that, I just started dancing full time. And that was my career. Wow. That is such an amazing story. I love your boss. She was just like, girl, we don't have to make this work. I'm going to need you to just jump on in there. But sometimes I feel like that's like the best way to learn something when you are just like thrown in head first and you just have to like, like you said, just make it work. That is just totally awesome. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know too, like all the different styles of belly dance. So could you kind of give us you know, from, from your experience and your perspective, the different types of belly, belly dance? Yeah, of course. So I am Egyptian trained. Mm -hmm. Um, If you know Shakira's movements, she is more of like a Lebanese style of belly dance, Mm -hmm. but we're in this really interesting era where Egypt and all the old school Egyptian dancers are now kind of transitioning to like a younger style and they call Mm -hmm. that shabby so shabby is more of like in a more respectful way it's like America's twerking like they're (laughs) they're not doing ballroom dance anymore but they're 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 dancing to the the funner and hipper music that the young people are listening to Mm -hmm. so they're kind of trying to make it more current and it's blown up because of that, because there's TikTok and there's Instagram and there's all these things where now belly dancers are becoming so well-known. I was actually reading an article. um, I want to say it was just last month on an Egyptian belly dancer who um, was basically kind of embracing that um, newer form of belly dance. And I, and I cannot remember her name. You may remember her, know her name or may not. That's okay. Um, but she was actually getting a lot of, um, negativity from her, you know, original core group at home, as well as just some of, you know, in society and that particular part of Egypt where she lived in, some people were kind of very upset about, you know, you know, she was showing a little bit more than traditionally is shown and things like that. So it kind of got to be a bit problematic for her, but I kind of admired her for like, look, I want to try something new. And she was promoting herself in a like very different and creative way. Um, Years ago, I took a belly dance workshop with um, Bozanka. I don't know if you've heard of her. Um, She was actually one of Shakira's kind of like mentors or whatever. She gave her a lot of one-on-one coaching classes and she was a regular, I don't know if she still is or not, especially now with COVID. She was a regular at the Sahara School of Dance in Washington, DC. And there's a really large community of like belly dancers there. And I really enjoyed the workshop. I went to a couple of her workshops there actually. And she was just like the sweetest lady. But um, yeah, she kind of has more of the uh, Lebanese with a little bit of the, and I don't wanna say this wrong, Sharks rock, Rocky. Is that, am I saying it right? Shark, shark. So 
it's there's so many different ways to pronounce <laughs> it and I'll be honest most of them are all wrong but yeah. um, it's hard to pronounce it in our American accent yeah. but basically what uh sh- like Chirac or Chirox or yeah. all that means is belly dancer uh, gotcha. rocks r-a-q-s is just dance so mm-hmm. they're basically just saying belly dancer but that can be taken in so many different ways that it kind of is just like a blanket term. Wow. Yeah. That Okay. Thank you for clarifying that because yeah, I feel like um, Bozanka and also, I don't know if you've heard of the belly dancer, Sadie, Sadie belly dancer. She was the one who um, she, she had like, I think she was on America's um, Got Talent or something, but she had like a thriving business before that. And she had a partner and they kind of had like this like twin belly dancing act. Like they were both like blonde and like whatever. It was super cute and really cool. And um, then she was actually pregnant and she posted some pictures of her like pregnant belly dancing. And again, came like the backlash from people like, that's too much movement for the baby. It totally is not. It's actually really good, you know, for us to be active during pregnancies and belly dancing. It's certainly a really good way to be active. And it works all those muscles that you need to work like in pregnancy. So she was like, she's another one that I like follow and, and admire too. But yeah, I, I definitely attending the belly dance workshops have always been fun. But now you have your own, um, you're a co-owner in a local um, belly dance company. So could you tell us a little about that? Yeah. So pre-COVID, we were working all different types of venues and different things. So we have contracts with hookah lounges restaurants we also did private parties corporate events so birthday parties weddings any event you could think of I danced at a bachelorette party they wanted um, their own private belly dance class so that was very fun Um, like I said we also do some hula as well so that's kind of more towards the corporate events they love hula luau's and all that during the summer But as far as in L.A., the scene is huge. Uh, L.A., Orange County, San Diego, there are so many different bookings for belly dancers. Most of the bigger hookah lounges are going to have at least one to two dancers. So there's so much work. Wow. So how is it right now work-wise for you um, during COVID? Are you able to work as much as you did? How has that changed for you? Yeah, so I am not working as much as I was beforehand. Mm -hmm. I would say pre-COVID, I was working about seven to nine shows a week. Okay. And some, I would say I would max out at like three to four shows a night. So a lot of the time it would be spread out, but sometimes it would be a rough, rough day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, not so much. There are weddings that are still happening and there are birthday parties that are still happening. The problem with that is, is booking our dancers. Mm -hmm. Uh, First and foremost, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. And unfortunately, a lot of these events, there's no way to ensure that. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, a lot of our dancers need the work. So we kind of, we make sure they have all the information beforehand. I personally have not really been working as much as I'd like to, but I... Mm -hmm don't want to risk my health and the health of my loved ones. So right, there are some right. girls that are, that are single. They don't have families. They don't have pre-existing conditions that are willing to risk it. Right. But you have to understand that they don't want, they don't want the dancers wearing masks. 
it covers most of your makeup. I was just thinking though, like this would be like the primal time to whip out the veil, man, like the bead one and then rock the mask underneath. No one would even know, like they don't want that. So maybe for like the first song in your show, they'll be okay with that. But there are dance, there are dances and there are some type of masks for belly dance, but it's Mm -hmm. almost like wearing a necklace on your face like it's beading it's jewelry it's not actually protective so it's not really doing much and a lot of these people they want to be close to you like you feed as a dancer I personally feed off the energy of the crowd I could be having a great show I could be hitting every single mark in my choreography but nobody's paying attention because nobody cares and it's a horrible show I could be messing up left and right but there's so much energy that I'm just dancing to the music and I don't even know what time it is so it's it's really hard especially like there are some virtual shows right now and it's it's not the same it's not a great replacement they're trying to do um there's a huge competition called belly dancer of the universe that's coming up in a few months and they're having everybody pre-record their submissions Mm -hmm. which I personally am not a fan of because last year what it is is you dance to live music and whoever you don't get the music beforehand for some of these categories Mm -hmm. they just start playing music and they want the dancers to dance and that shows you who's really skilled and who's talented and who Mm -hmm. can because you can't just know belly dance moves and technique and be a belly dancer. You have to feel the music. You have to understand the music. You have to understand when you hear a specific type of drum beat that that means that it's coincided with a specific movement. Right. Um, so it, it, it is very technical. So it, it, I think it, it loses something, yeah. but I understand everybody in every industry is trying to kind of figure out new ways right now. So it's, I'm not, I know I'm not alone. Right, definitely not. And I mean, I feel like the arts, you know, the arts of dancing and all the other different types of arts, you know, are really like what is being the hit the hardest because of COVID, because all those types of things, you need crowds, you need people to come out and see you. And we're not able to do that right now. So, I mean, props to you for still, you know, trying ways to get creative, you know, and pressing on and everything. But yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation right now with with everything. But um, so for people who maybe are listening or watching that maybe have an interest in becoming a belly dancer specifically, but just a dancer in general, from what you've gone through and your experiences, what would you say to kind of encourage them? Yeah, um, I, first and foremost, it's never too late to start dancing. I think that's the beauty in dance. Uh, I have taught two-year-olds and I have taught 85-year-olds Beautiful. and beyond. It, it doesn't matter. I love it. Dance is just movement. And regardless of what style, it's a wonderful and beautiful way to express yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me personally, it really helped me open up and come out of my shell and really embrace myself as a woman. Yes. which it was during my formative teen years that, that, that I was blessed to, to learn this style of dance that, like you said, it is to- completely connected with your womanhood and, and pregnancy and everything. Like 
your everything with all the movements through your your stomach it's all the movement and the flutters of your your stomach is so good for your uterus and if you're mm-hmm. having like cramps menstrual cramps anything like it actually helps it does. Helps. dancing helps i agree 100 yeah. i mean with all types of dance it helps but specifically with the belly dance i've definitely experienced that myself i was doing belly dance just for a hobby and i did i did get up the nerve a couple of times to participate in like the student workshop shows you know how some of the companies like have those so that was fun i got like a costume you know like a real one the teacher ordered these like um like glass beads from Egypt and all that stuff. So that was like super cool and fun. So I definitely recommend belly dancing for like women's overall health. I think it's like you're saying, it's a great type of dance to get into without the age limit. So in your experience, what would you tell somebody right now, like now that we're in the COVID era with, you know, trying to put yourself out there as a dancer, are there any resources that have been working for you that you could share, like maybe some places that they could book themselves or studios they want to join that are open right now or anything? Um, as far as studios open right now, there's, there's none that I know of. Okay. I, I know the company that I'm currently in the dance company, we do have rehearsals. We do them through zoom. Uh-huh. It's not the best method, but it definitely is a great way to kind of keep up on your technique and yes. kind of keep the choreography fresh in your mind. If you're trying to become a dancer or you're trying to become a performer and a professional dancer, I think this is actually a wonderful time for you because yeah. a lot of people after this are not going to return. And this is a wonderful time for you to be building up your, your repertoire of all your choreography, find new music, learn new skills, be at home practicing. That's the best thing I can say. Yeah, that's true. I think you're absolutely right. Like using this time, because we all have extra time right now, unfortunately, like that, that's been like the only benefit of this whole psycho COVID thing. Yeah. And so the next thing I'm getting together is starting December 1st, I'm going to have a weekly belly dance class for women. So we're going to do it through Zoom and hopefully in person. I plan on doing it on Zoom three times a month and then at least once a month, possibly more doing a social distancing class on the beach so that it can really help you like feel in touch with yourself as a woman and feel like with nature and just enjoy dance. Okay, well, you let me know when you do that because the beach thing is really appealing to me, especially if it's like an early morning beach thing, like it's like less crowded, you know, like not that many people around. I would totally probably make some time to take you up on that. Awesome. Well, guys, um, I'm going to have Athena's information available to you. So if you want to join her online Zoom classes, I think that would be great if this is something that interests you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.